your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Another goalie down for VGK as Laurent Brossois is placed on IR. What will the VGK do about its goaltending situation? Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. Thanks with ma- thanks for making us your first listen each and every day uh, daily at Lockdown VGK. You could find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco at TD Chris G. And uh, we are brought to you today by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And please make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. How did your campaign go? Trying to get more subscribers. We lost one, I saw. We went from <laughs> 398 to 397. And I honestly got mad and threw the phone as hard as you do whenever William Carlson scores an oh, empty netter. So yeah, I don't have to worry let's about Let's see that. if we got lucky. Let's see. Let's he see hasn't what happened. scored in 11 games. Hey, yeah. we're, we're back to 398. So there we go. Okay. Bam. Bam. Okay. So. Chris, uh, this lower body injury to Laurent Brossois um, now lands him on IR. Of course what will VGK do with 22 games remaining? They can't go the rest of the way with Aiden Hill, who Cassidy seemingly does not like, has no confidence in, and Michael Hutchinson is the backup. What will VGK do about its tendy situation? You know, I still think back to the jokes I made about Hutchinson and how I was rather annoyed when they first got him. <laughs> you were. And, you know, well, it was just like it was taking – it pushed Isaiah Seville down, took minutes away from Patera, you know. So that was my concern, although uh, uh, Seville's been called up to the HSK. Right. What is the angle there? Are they going to toss – does that mean uh, Papierni goes back down? I haven't heard an announcement for the other way yet. So the only uh, the only uh, player that was sent back down was Fraze, according to Cap Friendly on Tuesday. Right, but from from uh, AHL to ECHL, is yeah. Paps still a VG at HSK or We hope so, right? Yeah, no, we like him. I just wonder if there's like if maybe Hutch is going to go down and uh, someone like Patera comes up. I, I don't know. I mean, we're talking about you know, we're we're basically on a in case of emergency break glass, and this is kind of season one all over again. Logan Thompson, I think we start our discussion there. When is LT going to come back? And Ryan Wallace lightly mentioned on the post game that maybe fourteen to eighteen days is the potential. Aiden Hill is not going to VGK does not want to ride Aiden Hill for you know seven consecutive games, whatever that number is. Laurent Brassois has to miss the next two games based on the IR rules. And who's to say they don't LTIR him because this injury is more than meets the eye. I'm honestly wagering that there is more to the situation. So now, you know, the question is, are they going to ride Aiden Hill with the, you know, dual backup situation of the, of the Hutchinator and or Patera, or do they go shopping? That's the big question right now. Well, they're going to have to probably go shopping. Is this the opening for Cam Talbot? Uh, is this for Lama a year later? Uh, is this something that happens? First of all, how much cap space is remaining? Is it still a little over $7 million now? I think uh, the number is seven and change. I'll give you an exact in about five, 
for seven two. Seven two is the number right now. And there's twelve point six on LTIR. Here's the notable with uh, sending Brossois to IR. We now have a roster space available. Roster space available. Yeah, there's one space left. Yeah. So you know this is the rule. The the cap gymnastics roulette wheel craps game is going right now, and you know VGK is scrambling to figure out what they're going to do. And you know we've mentioned is there you know another forward in the team's future? Van Riemsdyk. Uh, I saw Nyquist was on the move to was it Edmonton or who signed? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So all these, you know, moves are taking place right now. And VGK kind of started the Pacific wheels, if you will, when they made the deal for uh, your boy Barbershev. And then now Dallas makes a move. Now Edmonton's making a move, trying to maybe clear some space for um, uh, Eric Carlson. How about this one? Okay. What do you got? We are recording this late Tuesday night. And the trade that came across, the LA Kings have traded Jonathan Quick. To Columbus, what as part of the deal that will send back Junis Corposalo? So Corposalo, in exchange for Quick, and there's I guess some other uh, players and maybe picks in there, whatever. But that makes you know some things happen wow. here. And now the Kings have crept up, right? And they're tied, but VGK has two games in hand currently. Did they it just send Jonathan things- Quick to retirements? Like is that <laughs> what they just did? Yeah, of course. I mean, how many more? How many more shots could he take, you know? Yeah, but I mean, just, I mean, I mean, geez, just uh, abolishing him to Columbus. Like, is Columbus going to try and flip him to someone else, like, before the deadline? Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty wacky. That's nuts. Like, I'm just, I just found the tweet right now. And this, yeah, and it said that uh, the trade was completed in about 10 minutes. um, And uh, it was um, Gabrikoff and Corpusalo to the Kings, uh, quick to cbj as part of that package so you can't stand pat you cannot you just can't and especially in the pacific division where we now have a log jam um of course uh there was a really good game a matchup between cal gary and the boston bruins did you see pete DeBoer? pete DeBoer got fired by the stars did you see that he's he coached the he coached the flames tonight (laughs) with all the shots on goal could have been Oh, my goodness. There were so many shots on goal. Uh, Yeah, but there's a lot happening. The biggest need for VGK right now is, is it an experienced goaltender who can win in the playoffs? Would you have to say that's at the very top of the list? We no longer have to worry about filling in that void for Mark Stone. Logan Thompson is such an unknown right now, and hopefully we are getting him back in 14 to 18 days. Hopefully, if he's not coming back in that 14, 18 days, we we can't ride. And Aiden Hill's been great this season. I'm I feel like there's less and less people on the Aiden Hill train. Um, and it's basically me and, you know, his his family, <laughs> I think, is all that's left, unfortunately. Right. Which is just crazy. Like the dudes winning games and he let in one goal against the avalanche. He fumbled a puck, which obviously w- whatever. But he let in one goal that game outside of that you know, poor play that he made. So he still did his job that game. Yes, the team obviously got deflated. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what I'm getting at here is if they make a deal for another goalie and all of a sudden Logan Thompson is able to come back, then what the heck is this team going to do? You know, these are, it's just so amazing what's going to end up happening right now down the stretch. And, you know, like when Nick Waugh comes back now, 
you know, Nick Waugh is supposedly day to day. He should be back any moment now, you know, week two at the most. Like, this is so wild trying to see how this is going to happen. And if VGK does make a run this year, and I know this is something that a lot of people are arguing right now, and it's a fair argument, but if they go on a run, McCrimmon, I forgot who what the award is for the GM of the year, but if they go on a run, McCrimmon's going to deserve a lot of praise for whatever has no. been done. If they go on a run, not yeah, win, that's not, a big, yeah. That's a big it, it's a bigger because... if than it was last week. Historically speaking, when this team faces adversity, they cannot respond well. They don't. Do they? Season one was adversity the entire time. And outside of that, yeah, I mean, you look at what happened. Okay, the not a major drama. But they were up 3-1 to and couldn't close the book. That's obviously some adversity, right? Big favorites against the Montreal Canadiens on a big stage. They failed. Call it what it is. And last season, with all the injuries, a lot of adversity, much more than anyone else. The Colorado Colorado uh, Presidents Cup game adversity lost. Yeah, with 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 basically uh, nine skaters. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Right. You know, that's on McCrimmon more than the players, of course, on the ice. But yeah, listen, I'm with you on everything that you're saying right now. And you know, there's so many more questions. And, and kind of just getting back to our goalie talk here. Uh, Steve Carp, nice tweet, kind of summarized everything. Just going off the names, not the numbers. Well, Corpus is gone, so forget that. Yep. Tal- Cam Talbot, Jake Allen, John Gibson, good God, and Varlamov. Uh, Varlamov does actually have history going back to the fee way back <laughs> in the a, Washington. And it's, but it's a year-long process, process, process in which they were talking about him. I could remember last year at the trade deadline, that was one of the top names because we didn't know about Robin Leonard, if he was going snake farming and everything else that was going on. Oh, your tweet today, Tony. Oh, my God. That was friggin' priceless. Your tweet (laughs) was... What did I do? Which one? The one with uh, when they were frantically uh, trying to locate Robin Leonard and he's doing the snake whispering thing and all that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That that, that one got me. I'm used to the crap that you flick all day, but that one made me stop and do a double take and, you know... Type of laugh, you know. Okay, I got someone today. No, that Uh, was a good one, Tony. That was a good one. Coming up next, we'll have a preview of the VGK Carolina game that comes your way right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. No matter how the last game went, any time that you take the field, you've got to have a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. If you are hiring, you need Indeed because... Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you are guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites helping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you to do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, like assessments and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. So make sure that you check it out. Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job site combined, according to Talent Nest. 
and join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent first. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post on Indeed.com slash LockedOn. This offer is valid through March the 31st. Welcome back on Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. We just need a couple of more to get over this little hump right now. Not a hill, not an Eden Hill, just a little minor hump. And not a bump either, just a little hump. Because it's hump day. So, the Golden Knights host the Canes. Um, it's a battle between a couple of first-place teams, actually. Uh, VGK in the Honda Pacific in a tie currently. And uh, we have the team that leads the Metro Division in the Canes. Uh, Carolina in trade discussions for Timo Meyer. We know that. Uh, VGK, of course, has Igor Barbashev. We need the Barber and Seville. Isaiah Seville and Barbashev on the ice at the same time. That's what I want to see. Uh, so the God uh, help us if that's the spot that we get ourselves in with these goalies, Tony. No disrespect, but oh my God. The Canes acquiring uh, Yessi Pulavari. Uh, he played with Sebastian Ajo uh, back in 2016 on the Finland team, and they won the World Juniors. They combined for 31 points en route to the title there. Polivari won't be on the ice tonight against VGK because he has visa issues. So his visa, his visa was issued for him to play in Canada and not in the U.S. So who knows if this deal is even going to go through. But uh, let's talk about this. I was surprised you didn't say it was rigged and Bill Foley and something. I was waiting for that, Tony. So Ajo, Martin Neckis, they have uh, 52 points. Uh, Svechnikov has 51 and that's where they stand. Are we going to see, um, even though he won't be here, do you think that we will have a Max Pacioretty tribute video? With uh, the, I could see that video now. All of the VGK players washing his car. So bad. So bad. No Max Pacioretty video. He's probably not even traveling. But He's uh, not traveling. We'll He's save not. that for another time. And, and all joking aside, I wish we could have had one because – you know, Pacioretty, when healthy, is a phenomenal talent. And he was very well, you know, liked in the community and things like that. Obviously, he said some things on the way out that were, you know, a little bit eyebrow raising, but, you know, always a good guy with the fans and things like that. I personally have seen his, you know, him, you know, being very patient with fans while his kids are on the ice and stuff, you know. So, like the dude a lot, fun to interact with. And hopefully he gets better. And I mean, he might even be thinking current career. career you know, ending injury right now. Who knows? Yeah. Looking at Carolina, so a couple things that stand out. One, a lot like VGK, you don't have that one player really above the rest as far as the points go and the scoring. But a lot of players, you know, this in this case, a little more than VGK, but some players already in the mid-20s um, as far as goal totals and stuff go. Uh, looking at how they've done since the All-Star break, a nice little run where they won one, two, three, four, five, five of six. Oddly enough, the game that they lost was on home ice to the Anaheim Ducks. But, Tony, why do you think the Carolina Hurricanes would lose on home ice to the Anaheim Ducks? I'll bet well, you I'll bet you got the answer. Yeah, 53-15 to 15 were the shots on goal by the Canes, and John Gibson stood on his freaking head 
and they won the game three to two. That's not why, Tony. It's not why. Because it was on the back end of a friggin' back to back. Oh. That's why, Tony. They were on a back to back. That's why they lost. I'm sure that's a hundred percent where where you would have gone if I would have given you another ten seconds to talk there. But all, all kidding aside, the Hurricanes have been a day one cup contender and have done nothing to slow that down. Leading the Metro is a huge task in itself. The Metro, I mean, the entire East top to bottom, but the Metro, I mean, everything is a juggernaut in the East. We've been talking about this a lot. And, you know, what are these teams, I mean, forget what happens as these teams advance through the playoffs. What are these teams going to have left in the tank once the playoffs even starts? with how they've been battling each other and stuff like that. So, you know, this is maybe a good time for uh, Carolina not to deal with that. They get to play some West Coast hockey, maybe a little more of an open type of game instead of the physical in-your-face type games with teams like the Flyers and the Islanders just, uh, you know, trying to pound you to a pulp night in and night outs. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, Again, two foes in Cassidy and Rod Brindamore. And last year, perhaps Brindamore, cost Cassidy his job because Carolina defeated Boston in seven. And then of course he was fired. Uh, so they go back with some history. They might've won the cup. He would have been fired. Probably Tony. He was Cassidy was done last year. He was done. I just believe that, uh, you know, Cassidy knows better. He's better equipped uh, to scout and to coach against teams from the East because of the familiarity than he's, than he can with the West because he doesn't know as much against the West as far as tendencies, how to play him. I think this is going to be a nip and tuck game. I have uh, Carolina on top and a little miniature storm surge there at T-Mobile Arena, 3-2. to two. I just cleaned my office. I was looking for something to write our picks and locks down on, so you're going to have to text me later. You know I'm going to forget them again. That's fine. Like we can change do. them. It's our show. We can do whatever we want, Tony. Okay. Um. So as far as how I think this game goes, I mean – You know, there's questions right now in in VGK land, and all of a sudden the locker room is probably going to be a little bit tighter. They're going to be tense, right? They will be. And this is when VGK doesn't do as well. Like, you can see it in the warm-ups. You're absolutely right. You hit that, you peg that right on the head because there was some tightness in Colorado. Anytime that, you know, there's some sort of, uh, again, adversity, if you will, or the unknown, right? Because everyone... No one wants to be traded. We have to go back to what Alex Petrangelo said a couple of weeks ago, right? Whatever he said, I didn't say because I was fumbling his name. But just to the point where uh, Petrangelo uh, was just saying, you know, every day uh, they just want to keep that team together. They don't need any additions. Well, duh, yeah, you do because you have to keep up with the Joneses and not the Martin Joneses. We, we've kept up with Martin Jones just fine. It's one of the few things that we do have going for us. So if we get Seattle in the first round, I'll take our chances all day long. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, the locker room is a finicky place. But in the same breath, you know, I've gone back to this probably the third time I mentioned this in probably the last week or so. It was a bad VGK loss. Petrangelo comes out and he looks pretty composed while he's you know, taking the questions one by one from the media. And, you know, I suggested questions about, hey, how's the locker room right now? How do you respond? And, you know, you, I, I got kind of, if, you know, if his eyes could, you know, tell me to, to blank off, you know, that's kind of what I got. But it was more or less along the lines of we're veterans. We've been through this before. I think he referenced what happened in St. Louis where the team did a, a last place to, you know, Stanley Cup run, oddly enough, against the Boston Bruins. 
now we're bringing that up and Barbashev on the team too. I guess we're going to keep on going in a full circle moment here. So the players can handle this, but it takes time too. You know, you have to process it. It doesn't fix itself overnight. I.e., you look at, you know, the all-star break and kind of how things got better once they had some time away from the rink. Um, you watch the warm-ups. That's certainly a good indicator of, you know, what's happening out there. Are they smiling? Are they talking to each other? What's going on? And that's, you know, kind of like I think I've mentioned this before, when you, when you go to the racetrack and you're watching the horses in the post parade and then you go make your bet based on how they look, you know, kind of the same thing. I really spotted this uh, when they played the Penguins. We're going back about, I don't know, about a month or so ago now. And from the moment I walked out of the tunnel all the way upstairs, I put a tweet out. There's a vibe in here. The team just looks different. And I might have gone in the back and unloaded, you know, half my accounts on my uh, sports betting app on, on the Golden Knights. And that was a, a very easy victory that they earned. So, you know, and tomorrow, tonight's game is a win-win for me. Cause like I said, me and my daughter are going to the game. Her second favorite team is the Hurricanes that she's adopted. So, you know, if the, if the Golden Knights win, daddy's happy. If uh, the Hurricanes win, daddy's also happy because my daughter's happy. So it'll be a, it'll be a fun night regardless for, uh, for the Gallics. There might not be a hotter goaltender in the game right now than Auntie Ranta. Uh, 11-0-2 in his last 13 games. That's it. Uh, him and uh, Frederick Anderson pretty much uh, split a lot of the starts down the middle. So they always have fresh goaltenders. Brindamore, of course, knows absolutely knows what he's doing. I'm more interested and intrigued by the coaching matchup than I am on what happens on e- either side of the ice. I really am because I think it's going to be a game of chess back and forth. And uh, they do have some really good history between these two coaches and two teams. Yeah, no doubt. It's it's definitely nice to kind of have that vantage points with, you know, a coach who has this kind of Eastern Conference history and things like that. Um, Gerard Gallant, I guess, did, but it didn't feel the same. I don't know. It didn't feel the mm-hmm. same. Maybe it was just different because it was year one. And uh, DeBoer, obviously, was also a Pacific Division coach, so he didn't have – and he was in the East, you know, long before that, but, again, long before that. So it is interesting to see how Cassidy does match up well in these circumstances against teams from the East. And you know, you made you hit a good point uh, you know, a few minutes ago. It does feel like this team at times is better prepared against the Atlantic, obviously, and the Metro than the Pacific. I I, I don't know if we've even scratched our way back to 500 yet with our with our good um February that we had because there wasn't a whole lot of division games in there. Right. Yeah, I think there are maybe a couple games over the 500 mark uh, for the season against Pacific. Do you happen to have? Yeah. Do you have a prediction on the game? And then uh, let's get into our locks of the night as well. I don't like I don't like the VGK side. I don't. I wish I could. Um, Honestly, the first thing that's coming to my head and I know I'll I'll get torn apart for this, but uh, you and I were both right for calling the loss the other night. Uh, Five two Carolina. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, You know, if there's someone who needs, you know, a game like this, I think uh, I'll go Paul Cotter because I think he's going to have a a bigger chip on his shoulder for uh, getting bounced back down. And then let's kind of maybe go a little bit off the grid and, you know, someone like Colasar, just go with the fourth line and see if uh, they can do their job and set the tone. So 5-2 Carolina, Colasar and Cotter to uh, the rescue. Okay, I have Carrier and March the 1st, beginning of Marcheseau Madness. It will be a Marcheseau Madness sort of a night. He'll get at least one goal. If he's on the poster, I like it better. 
Okay. You'll have to t- uh, send out some photos, of course, at Lockdown VGK. Dude on the poster always scores. I'll let him catch the last G. one. Yeah, we'll be, I'll be tweeting the game. I'll be tweeting at, at the game. Don't worry. Coming up next, there's 22 games remaining, as we just mentioned. How many points will VGK need to make it into the playoffs, into the playoff picture? Chris will address that when we return, when we return right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. It's uh, about that midway point. Well, it's past the midway point, I should say, of the NBA season. And now the perfect time to download FanDuel America's number one sports book because new customers get the no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe. It is secure. It is super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores and threes drained in a game. And there's some of the props that I like. I like uh, to go the route of the player props with uh, player points, rebounds, assist, etc., all of that. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine all of your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get the no-sweat first bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Again, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. To learn a lot more, make every one of your bets every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. And I really do appreciate, I know you do as well, Chris, a lot of our good friends that tune in like just about every day and watch a lot of our shenanigans and nonsense. I really do appreciate that. And I know... As well, you are a big fan of all the folks that uh, send comments and everything else. It's very entertaining. Keeps us engaged. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, a good, you know, someone who I've really met as, you know, a a result of, you know, kind of my sports card world and also doing this, uh, you know, Ray's become a good friend, Ray Benson. He called himself Sin City Sports. Uh, Another good friend, William Conlon. You know, again, that's a result of the card world and then it all kind of meshing with the podcast and so many more people. Um. Uh, the doctor, I'm drawing a blank. I'm so sorry. You've been so nice and sweet to me every time. Dr. interacted. Exactly. Um, but I'm so sorry. Uh, Strickland, maybe? I, if I, okay. sorry, I'm sorry I forgot your name wrong. But yeah. Just it's, say doc. Just say doc. Just, just the doc. But it is amazing. I mean, you know, you guys do take a second, uh, whether it's your home, whether like we got the nice video or the nice picture from the person having our our, our big, <laughs> fat, ugly mugs on uh, on his television screen. Hopefully it's just him and no one else has to go through that. You know, whether it's in your car, your garage, whatever it is, we do greatly appreciate it. And it's, you know, it's very humbling just to think people have the time to listen to our nonsense. So, you know, really big thank is. you. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's terrific. And your comments, good or bad, we don't take it to heart. It's great and fun and engaging and entertaining, uh, even to us. Uh, Chris, do you remember who VGK, what the number was for VGK total points, the projection at the start of this season? 96 like and a half, 96 and a half, 97. I was thinking in that range. Yeah, there was a hook. So either 96 and a half or 97 and a half, uh, 22 games remaining 76 points for the VGK now tied again in points with the Kings on the top of the division uh, with uh, a couple of games in hand and uh, the Kings again, uh, another one of the trade deals that's out there. Uh, they're talking again, I guess a lot about perhaps lowering Jacob Chikrin. Uh, from Arizona 
uh, to the Kings. And so everyone's situation that is, yeah, they're all trying to strengthen themselves and uh, here. And, you know, I was looking at one thing too. I don't mean to get derailed like we usually do, but I will. Uh, So for the Kings, 13 out of their last, they only have 20 games remaining now because they have the two games in hand, 13 of their last 20 are at home. Um, How many points will it take for the VGK to win this division and I know you were tweeting out how many points you feel they need to even make it into the playoffs. A couple things here. So I had a tweet after the game yesterday. The sky isn't falling, blah, 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 But it blah, is, blah. but it is. It's falling fast. It can be, and, and, and fine. And I'm not going to make that decision based off of, you know, one game after they go nine games without losing in regulation. Now, if uh, we have three Stanley Cup contenders in a row, right, Colorado, Carolina, New Jersey. New we Jersey. go 0 3 and get the floor wiped with us, you know, and, you know, we're not in any of these games, then yeah, definitely. Then we can have a different perspective. But I'm not going to, not going to jump just yet, but I am more concerned now than I was last week. So in response to that tweet, I get a Jeff who's LV Hatrick 702. Look at the schedule, figure out how this team gets another 25 points, which will be 101 points. Um, looking at the Eastern Conference numbers, Sinbin actually jumped in the conversation too, and we kind of had a good pleasant up and back about everything. And Sinbin said, listen, you got an extra team in the conference than last year, so don't go off of the Western Conference numbers. You know, Maybe you look at the East just and kind of make your projection there. So, okay, last year it took 100 points to get in the playoffs in the East, but you had your upper echelon of amazing teams and, you know, 30 feet of crap, call it what it was in the East last year. Now that gap has closed a little bit, as it is in the West, kind of strangely enough. So my new projection was 96 points gets you in the playoff. VGK playoffs. VGK is currently sitting on 76 points. So here's my exact tweet. Seems like 96 gets you the wild card, and 100 is a very safe spot. Doesn't change my outlook. I certainly think uh, the Vegas Golden Knights will make the playoffs. Here's the path right here. There's about eight layup games when you look at the schedule that they should win. Give VGK six of those eight layups. Now VGK wins two toss-up games. You know, a team like Calgary, you know, where they might match up pretty evenly. They have two more two more games against Calgary. They do. So let's split those games right there. You win two toss-ups. You steal one game on the road that you're not expected to win. Like VGK has a tough road trip, Carolina. Tampa, probably Florida's in that mix as well. You know, you steal a game somewhere in that mix. And then, you know, call it three shootout overtime, whatever losses right there. So basically, you're looking at a record of 9, 10, and 3, which is under 500 hockey. That gets them to 97 points. 97 points in the West, you are in the playoffs. Your worst case, you're going to be probably wild card one at that. But 101, 102, 103 points is probably all it might take to win this division right now, unless Edmonton just goes on a crazy run. The Kings, I'm sorry, but the, the Corpusalo deal does not make me feel, I mean, Corpusalo and Phoenix Copley are their goaltenders. Let's, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit. If, if uh, everyone in LA is thinking they're going to make a deep run with that Seattle. Okay, fine. We'll see what they do, but you know, the flames aren't going to push VGK out of the playoffs. I just don't see that happening. So again, under 500 hockey, gets VGK in the wild card worst case scenario. And if they can get, you know, if they win some combination of 28 points, you're talking another banner up at T-Mobile for winning the division. The path is not that difficult. And they still play in the Pacific, 
which is by far not the Metro or the Atlantic. Okay. VGK will end out end this season with a back-to-back uh, against Seattle. So I think it could come down to that. I keep pointing to that at the end of the year. It could. Because it could be very important. And every point from this point forward is definitely important um, for the VGK. No doubt. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting, and it's got to be coming down to the wire. And you just hope that the Golden Knights can somehow hang on there. I, do you think that they win the division? Or do you think it's slipping away? I think it's slipping away a little bit just because of the unknowns Same. right now. Yeah. Um, if Logan Thompson was healthy, I would not have that concern. Same breath, our top six defensemen, still pretty good. And Alec Martinez has also looked a little bit better in the last couple of games, too. So maybe he's kind of doing that Phil Kessel, you know, veteran, uh, you know, save some in the tank type of thing right now. You know, you look at the goals that this team has allowed. And, I, and besides the Tampa game, if I'm not mistaken, there hasn't been more than two or three goals scored on them, unless it's an empty net scenario like the other night in Colorado. So, again, Zach Whitecloud and Shea Theodore are back. Things have really turned around. So that also makes me a little less concerned about the goaltending as long as you have those six players, you know, standing between the VGK and their opposition. Yeah, and Aiden Hill, though, is riding a pretty good wave, I think, overall, if you look at it, right? And I do. You sooner do. or later, the dam breaks, though. You know, sooner or later, he lets in a bunch of goals. I tell, tell it to Phoenix Copley. Okay. We haven't seen that yet, but it could be on the way. And we both are predicting uh, that the Canes will pull out a win here. Sorry, I, think, fans. I, I do think so. No, it's, Sorry, it's, fans. it's yeah. the play. Yeah, we think that's the play. Give me 10 uh, seconds. Let me tell you the line, but you go ahead and keep yapping here. I, I want to find the line right no, now. No, he's going to wrap it up. Go. What line? The the betting line. Okay. But what do we think before we say, what do we think? I'm going to say care, minus care. 120 VGK. Oh, I was going to say one. I was going to say 140 Carolina. So we're like 60 cents off here. <laughs> I, I think VGK Carolina is the favorite all day long. Really? You I still think do. So. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Let me see right now. All right. Haha. I'm pretty good, Tony. Hurricanes minus 135. That's the opening line. That's the opening line. We, wow. That line's going to shift. So if you if you do like the Carolina side, don't bet it now because it the might VGK be 110. Money's 110. Gonna, no, it's not. It's, I don't think you get a, a 45 cent shift, but I definitely think uh, I think some VGK money comes in. Maybe it's even going to be the quote unquote sharp money. Who knows? Okay. I mean, let's look at covers and see what the public split is on tomorrow. OK, uh, thanks, everyone, to, uh, tuning in for tuning in on our show. Of course, uh, coming up tomorrow's show, we will have a recap of the big game against Carolina. Plus, much, much more things are happening so rapidly around here. And I'm sure we'll have some other storylines to report. Over, under, number of trades on Wednesday, six and a half. Over. Take the over. Mega trades. That's the new, yeah. Uh, Thanks again to my man, Chris Golick. I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.